Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, stress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. This week, I am going to be talking about a topic that I actually just did a live on recently on Instagram. It's what I'm helping most of my one-on-one clients with. And what I actually just heard a staggering statistic about recently is that eight out of 10 women in their reproductive years are struggling with this hormonal imbalance. So what I'm going to talk about today is called estrogen dominance. We're going to talk about what it is, what causes it, and how we can fix it. So how do you know you have estrogen dominance? Like what are the symptoms? So it's things like heavy periods, PMS, brain fog, fatigue, mood swings, low libido, weight gain, and bloating. And you may be experiencing, you know, like five of eight of these, two of eight of these. Some may be really extreme. Some maybe not so much. It really depends obviously on the way it manifests in each of our individual bodies, but these are the most common symptoms that people are experiencing. And the reason why this matters, obviously, other than the fact that it's very uncomfortable to be experiencing these symptoms in your day-to-day life for about half of your month, typically, is because this is, again, a sign of an underlying condition and imbalance that actually can end up leading to bigger issues down the line. So when this is left unchecked, it can cause things like cervical cancer, breast cancer, osteoporosis, fibroids is extremely common when estrogen dominance goes unchecked high blood pressure, hypertension, and an increased risk of stroke or heart disease. So unfortunately, when we have these underlying hormonal issues that end up manifesting in our periods being off or having symptoms like mood swings or fatigue, things that are kind of like typically, you know, just like women issues and things that unfortunately are really undermined, especially when we are seeking advice from Western medicine practitioners, lots of times we're just kind of made to believe that this is all normal, that we just need to get over it, that it's just part of getting older, part of being a woman, but that is absolutely not the case. So these are not things to be taken lightly. This is something that we want to address. And again, we are told lots of times that there is really nothing that can be done for things like this. Again, it's just kind of our makeup, our DNA, just different people have different reactions to their period and to their cycle in general. But again, that's just not true. This can be addressed with, with diet and lifestyle. And yes, it is certain. Some of us are just predispositioned to be experiencing these things, but the vast majority of what is causing this is what is happening in our diet and our lifestyle and in our environment. So we're going to get into that today, but just to understand like what exactly estrogen dominance actually is, what that means in our body is it means that our relationship between estrogen and progesterone is off. So basically we have too much estrogen in our body and in relationship to progesterone specifically. So what this can look like is essentially if you're just testing your hormone levels at any given point, it could be that you have really high estrogen levels and your progesterone is normal 
or it could be your estrogen levels are normal, but your progesterone is essentially non-existent. So it can show up either one of these ways, or you could end up with having high estrogen and very low progesterone, which is just an exacerbated version of this estrogen dominance. And there are a lot of factors that are happening in our lives in any given day that are causing us to have both of these issues, whether it is more estrogen because our body is not able to efficiently clear it through our detoxification organs and the fact that we're consuming things in our lives that end up creating excess estrogen in our body. So that's kind of like that first piece of the puzzle. And then there are things that are making our estrogen, excuse me, our progesterone lower than it typically would be and then is supposed to be. So again, this creates a balance that is off. So when it comes to clearing estrogen efficiently, like just to explain further what this means, our body is basically, and this is something that I feel like comes up a lot when people, you know, like myself or other people will talk about detoxification. You'll hear other people say, we don't need to quote unquote detox because our body is just automatically detoxifying. And that is absolutely true. We have detoxification organs like our liver, like our gut, like our skin that are just naturally working to detoxify the things that are in our environment that we're coming into contact with. And there's also just things that happen in our body, biochemical processes that require detoxification. And one of those things is processing through estrogen in our body that needs to be detoxified through our organs, like our gut and our liver. And that needs to be supported because the thing that, you know, I, I like to use the analogy of a, like an overflowing sink when we kind of talk about our toxic load. So if you figure the water pouring into the sink is kind of like the toxins that we are exposed to in any given day. So this could be from the foods that we're eating, from the products that we're putting on our skin, from the water we're drinking and medications we're taking, all of that kind of stuff is water going into that drain that needs to be detoxified. Then if our actual drain is not functioning optimally, if it's kind of overloaded, if we're not really taking good care of it, so it's not functioning at its best, then that is another part of what's kind of like preventing our body from detoxifying efficiently or preventing that water from throwing, flowing through efficiently. So when you have that clogged drain and way too much of the water coming in, that's when you end up with this like overflowing sink kind of analogy. And this is the way I like to explain what toxic load is like in our bodies, because again, that water coming in, all the toxins that we're flushed with in our lives in general, and then if we're not actually taking care of our detoxification organs by making sure that we're fueling ourselves properly, we're getting in good movement, we're sleeping well, we're not super stressed, like all of those different things that can be taxing on our organs, we need to make sure that we're actually building them up so that they can drain efficiently. So estrogen is one of those things that we're not only consuming too much of, but we need to make sure that that drain is working optimally so we can get that estrogen cleared from our body and we don't end up with too much extra circulating and creating this estrogen dominance. So that's kind of like a blanket understanding of what ends up causing this, but I'm going to get into some of the major players and why eight out of 10 women at this point are experiencing estrogen dominance. So one of those is xenoestrogens, which are basically things that look like estrogen within our body. So these can be things like BPA, which is in the liners of different cans and it makes plastic soft. So when we're drinking out of plastic water bottles, all of that kind of stuff, we come into tons of contact with BPA. And this is something that builds up in our system. So 
something that we want to avoid as much as we can. Also phthalates, that is something that makes plastic soft and is in beauty products. It's hiding in, you know, the term fragrance often in different products that we're using. Pesticides are also xenoestrogens. So pesticides in our food supply, obviously, also in things like our clothing. I mean, there's pesticides in so many things that we come into contact with and all of these things among many others act as xenoestrogens in our body and end up building up and creating more circulating estrogen leading to estrogen dominance. So what xenoestrogens are, just to give you a better understanding, is they look a lot like estrogen when they're in our body. So hormones and their receptors have this kind of like, you might remember from growing up and learning about this, but it's like this lock and key mechanism. But with these xenoestrogens, they look like estrogen to that lock that's in our cells. So it's binding to that and not allowing our own estrogen to bind to those receptor sites. So instead, we just have more circulating within our body, again, creating that estrogen dominance. Another thing that can create estrogen dominance is different kinds of medications, synthetic hormone replacement therapy, birth control, all of these things are major burdens on our liver. And our liver is a major player in the detoxification of everything, but estrogen based on what we're talking about now is really the key. So when we are consuming these things that are putting an extra burden on our liver, it's just wearing that liver out so it can't be properly uh, detoxifying us from that estrogen that we're coming into contact with. So you'll see that a lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about here are either providing excess estrogen in our body or depleting the ability of the detoxification organs to do their job. So again, that's what different medications and birth controls and things like that can do to our liver. Also eating the standard American diet. So this is something that we've talked about on this show many times. Unfortunately, the diet that most people consume in this country is extremely unhealthy. It's laden with things like pesticides, which we just talked about, are xenoestrogens creating extra estrogen in our body. Also hormones and antibiotics that you'll find in conventional animal products. Those play a major part in driving up our estrogen levels. Things like plastic that are in like to-go containers and coffee lids and food. I mean, most of what we buy our food in at this point is in a plastic container. So that means that we are then consuming those phthalates and BPA and all of those other xenoestrogens. And this is just really the tip of the iceberg, but that's how we are consuming more estrogens from the standard American diet. But I think we're probably all pretty aware at this point that it's devoid of nutrients that we need to actually support our detoxification organs. So we're getting hit again from both ends. We're taking in more estrogens and we're not supporting our liver and our gut and all of those organs that are helping to clear out those toxins and that estrogen efficiently. Another thing that may be surprising to hear is actually excess body fat, specifically when it's greater than 28% will make estrogen. And this is because actually fat tissues in our body produce hormones. So the more fat tissue that we have, the more we can end up producing things like estrogen, which again, end up driving up the estrogen that's circulating in our body. And this is one of those things which i I feel like comes up a lot. And what I talk about is we kind of end up in this, like this loop, this cycle where it's hard to break out of it because excess body fat creates estrogen, but estrogen dominance, as I mentioned previously can cause weight gain. So we end up kind of like stuck in this cycle and things just seem to keep perpetuating themselves. And, and this is one of those instances. 
Another is things like different gut conditions. So whether it be leaky gut, gut dysbiosis, which is when you have more bad bacteria than good. Leaky gut is often caused by gut dysbiosis and many other things, like food allergies and stuff like that. But basically that is when you end up having undigested food particles, bacteria, toxins, and things like that making its way into your bloodstream where it is not supposed to be. So our body then ends up creating an inflammatory response. So that is something, again, many Americans, many women are dealing with. And constipation is another sign that you are having a gut issue because you are not, that detoxification process is not happening efficiently because basically what happens is when we are clearing estrogen out of our system, it goes through multiple steps. And the first step is, well, the first couple steps happen in the liver. So it goes through the first two phases of detoxification in our liver, and then it gets moved to our gut where it needs to be binded with fiber. And then it can be excreted from our system in the form of going to the bathroom. But if we have issues with that process, with not having enough fiber in our diet to be actually binding to that with having a bad gut, you know, bacterial balance. So we're not processing things efficiently or not being able to go to the bathroom. So if you're not releasing and going to the bathroom daily, that just means that that estrogen is not being properly flushed out of your body and is probably being recirculated and reabsorbed and creating the issues that you're experiencing as well. So most of those we've kind of talked about are related to the excess estrogen piece, but there's also, you know, what about the progesterone piece? And the number one thing that is the issue when it comes to progesterone is stress. So when we are experiencing chronic stress, which unfortunately many of us are, we are in this consistent fight or flight response. Our body thinks that it's constantly running away from a tiger when really it's just sitting in traffic or getting in an argument with our husband or, you know, running late for work again, or just that never ending to-do list that we just can't seem to get on top of, that really takes a major toll because every time we are releasing cortisol, which is the hormone that is released when we are in a stress state in a fight or flight state, in order to keep producing that, it it steals away other types of hormones to do that. And one of the main ones that it does that with is the precursor to progesterone. So our body will give up that precursor to progesterone, give up ultimately progesterone in favor of producing more cortisol. So when we are continually living in this stress state, we are creating a, a, a situation in our body where we just don't have enough progesterone. Another issue is nutrient deficiencies. So this kind of can play into the whole fact that we are very much part of this like go, go, go lifestyle. We're kind of running ourselves into the ground. We're burning out and we're really not fueling ourselves efficiently. So again, our body doesn't have the nutrients that it needs to properly go through all of these different layers of detoxification. So like I said, this is that sink getting backed up because the drain is not being taken care of efficiently. You know, we're not getting enough B vitamins to help with the different processing through the liver. We're not supporting our gut function. Like all of these things are major players and why we're experiencing things like estrogen dominance among, I mean, plenty of other things as well. Another, and this might be something that you're experiencing is aging. So basically as we hit 35, roughly, obviously everybody's bodies are slightly different. We will have different, um, hormone levels start to drop off. So our progesterone levels will drop off. Estrogen does as well, but not as significantly. 
So if you're kind of always somebody who's been dealing with PMS and heavy periods and mood swings and kind of like all those things related to a problematic cycle that many of us have just gotten used to and thought are normal, as we get older, you might be noticing that it's just continually getting worse. And this is because you probably are having less progesterone than you've ever had before, more estrogen. And again, that drain just keeps getting overburdened and those years of not taking care of it properly start to add up. And the clearing of estrogen is even more important at this point, because again, we have more to clear. So that is why you could be seeing that as the years go by, these things just keep getting worse and worse. So how do we fix this? And this is my answer for everything, as I'm sure you'll know, if you follow me on Instagram, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time is that we want to be addressing diet and lifestyle so that we can be obviously reducing our exposure to these things that are creating excess estrogen in our body or zapping progesterone levels. And then we also want to make sure that we're focusing on the promoting of proper detoxification. So that is obviously supporting our liver function, which is that first step, and then our gut, which is the second step. So this is what I work with my clients on and a lot of things that I talk about this show on other episodes in general, but we really work through a four-step process when we're looking at this. So the first I call the in-depth audit. And this is where we look at everything, not just food, not just fitness, but obviously stress. We can see plays a really huge part. And just all of the facets of our lives play such a huge piece in what our all our overall like hormone levels are like. Because as you can see, so many different elements really go in to what is happening when it comes to proper detoxification of estrogen in our body and proper progesterone levels. So we talk about that really in depth when I work with my clients so that we can create a customized program that works exactly for them based on everything that's going on in their lives and how we can get them better into balance. Then we go really deep into what I call the diet deep dive. So we talk about eating for hormonal balance, for the health of the gut, the liver. We're avoiding those xenoestrogens and other toxins. We're focusing on fiber because we know that fiber, of course, really helps to in the that step of detoxification with the gut. Again, we need that fiber to bind to that excess estrogen to get it out of our bodies. If we're consuming you know, just protein and fats, and we don't have enough fiber in our diet, that is not getting bound to anything. And we just end up recirculating that estrogen again. And again, we're just overburdening that entire detoxification process, which already is not functioning optimally, especially if you're experiencing these symptoms. And this is something that I see so, so often, so many people that I talk to, it's like low carb, low carb, low carb. That's like Carbs have been so villainized. And a lot of people that I also speak to are wanting to lose weight. They want to fix their periods. They also want to lose weight. And it seems like they have a better understanding of what the weight loss piece should look like. And so much of what is out there is saying that carbs are the enemy. And don't get me wrong. There are plenty of carbs out there, like the simple carbohydrates, the white carbs, the added sugars, all of that stuff is going to do the opposite of what you want when it comes to not only your weight, but of course your period, because it impacts your insulin levels, which is part of your hormones. And all of those things are so intricately linked, which is why, again, we talk about things like blood sugar balancing and stuff like that when we work together, but carbs are not the enemy. It's just making sure we understand what the right carbs are and the right balance to eat within our meals. So if you are someone that's struggling with this and you've been on like 
keto or strict paleo or anything like that, I really encourage you to add more fiber into your diet. If it makes you scared to eat true carbs, just really loading up on vegetables. They are an amazing source of fiber and they should be taking up at least half of your plate. Again, I think we are a very protein focused society and protein is great. Protein helps us to create the hormones that we need. Protein is a very important part of our diet, but Fiber is honest. If you are struggling with these symptoms, I can guarantee you that is a big piece of what is driving the issue is that that last step of detoxification is probably not happening efficiently. Then we talk about adrenal love. So our adrenal glands are the glands that manage our fight or flight response. They release the cortisol. So as you can imagine, most of us in our pretty stressed out lifestyle, that adrenal gland is extremely overworked. And we know that when that is overworked and when we're dealing with a lot of stress, it ends up sapping our progesterone, which we know is a really important part of rebalancing these hormones to work on this estrogen dominance thing. So we talk about different ways we can cut out stress entirely, the different forms of stress. You know, stress isn't just like I mentioned before, like the sitting in traffic or the getting an argument with someone or the never ending to-do list. It's also you know, toxins, poor diet, over-exercising, drinking too much caffeine, eating allergens, if they, you know, depending on what irritates you, it could be dairy, it could be gluten. There are a lot of things that we can do that are very much in our control when it comes to our stress response. And that is a big part of what we work on in the program. And then of course, also helping with stress management techniques and things like that. You know, sometimes talking to an outside person about the stressors in your life can be really eye-opening. Sometimes we don't even realize the things that seem so out of our control. Really, we do have a lot more power than we think we do to make a major change that we could feel so much better if we do. So that's a really big piece of the program. And then finally, environmental detox. So this is when we get into toxin avoidance when it comes to things like we mentioned before, beauty products, things that are in our home you know, containers that you're using for your food, like just all of that kind of stuff, really understanding where toxins can potentially be entering our body and other tips for just promoting detox, a healthy gut, all of that stuff outside of the diet and fitness realm. Because again, it really is holistic. It's, I feel like we're so used to just thinking about diet and fitness being the key to health, but there are of course now just so many pieces and we really hit on all of them when I work with my clients. And again, that's the kind of stuff that I talk about on this show. So if you are like really interested in any specific thing that I mentioned here, I would love to hear from you on Instagram. Uh, my handle is the.detox.diaries. I love for these solo episodes to get feedback of what you guys really want to learn more about so I can make sure that I'm providing information that is helpful for you. So I hope that today's episode was helpful. If you are struggling with estrogen dominance, I hope that you got some good tidbits out of here that you can get started with right away. And if you are serious about wanting to work through this one-on-one, -on -one, I am still accepting clients for, you know, if you wanted to get started right away, I would love that more power to the people that are like, I'm not waiting until January. I need to get this addressed right now. But I am also accepting people who want to just put down a deposit and get started in January, fresh and new. So definitely make sure you reach out to me on Instagram. There's a link in my bio too, to apply for a discovery call, but I'm happy to chat in the DMs as well. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you on the next one. Bye.